Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people that do amazing things. And today I have my friend Lisa Intan, an amazing designer. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm happy about summer. <laughs> Soaking <laughs> it all up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's start with what was the last thing you worked on? Uh, the last thing I worked on was some design for Pavia, the cafe that's here in downtown. Oh, like the one in the library? Yeah, yeah. So they have two locations in the library, and there's also some in Herring Cove and the Art Gallery of Nova Scotia. Oh, nice. Yeah. And what did you do for them? They had their cups redesigned, so they were getting new... They had separate sleeves before, and now they had one that's produced that's all in one piece, so it's a lot more eco-friendly and a lot more design space for that so that was really exciting okay and i guess what was your process for that um i guess getting to know the the brand first and what they wanted to say uh pavia is very well known for their kind of eco-friendly local sourcing and stuff like that but a lot of people don't quite know that they also have a huge tie to italy and a lot of their brand comes from like the time that the co-owner was living there, he's got roots there, and he's also a painter. Oh. They also do annual tours to Italy. Um, oh. Yeah, right? So that was kind of an inspiration for the design of the cups. And so we had picked out um, four different Italian sayings and then translated it, hand let I hand-lettered it, and um, we had tied it to their excellent coffee in through some copywriting. So. Oh, oh, oh. So, like, an example of one would be? An example of one, um, like, one of the sayings is que bella cosa, which is, what a beautiful thing. Oh. And then kind of tying that to, like, um, the copywriting said something like, you could use it to describe, like, a beautiful day, like a bird song, your lover's face, or their coffees, and then sort of tying it in that way. Um, how long did it take from the first meet to submitting this is it? Um... It was a really tight timeline, to be honest. It was during Christmas time, and we were trying to squeeze it all through because um, production was going to happen in uh, probably maybe three weeks or something. Three what? or four weeks. Yeah, it was really intense, but so I'm glad we got would, it done. Would, would like when you have such a short timeline lead to you, I guess, making, um, how should I put it, <laughs> charging more? Sometimes, yes, okay. yeah. Like, I think there would be a rush fee depending on... Mm. So, if you had if you had your way, how long would you have liked to take on such a project? Oh, uh, at least a month or like a month and a half. Because mm. it's nice to be able to have revision time and time to really develop something. Especially for something like this that is going to be a huge touch point. Like, coffee cups, there's so many people carrying coffee cups and but that was a big part that really excited me about the project is thinking about my design work in so many people's hands around the city mm. so even if it was a tight timeline sometimes with projects <laughs> you kind of have to be like yes or no how much do I want this right yeah. as with most things in life yeah. so um so I guess how did you get into design um I got into design sort of 
I don't know if it's by accident or just when I got here、um, and went into NASCAD, they have a foundation year program where you get to try different classes. And、mm. then、um, I tried different ones. Go here from where?、Uh, from the Philippines. Okay. Yeah.、Um, art was always kind of a hobby for me. I didn't even know that I could pursue it as a career.、Um, so I kind of feel really lucky、uh, as to how things had aligned in my life.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, when I found design, it kind of just made the most sense to me where it was kind of an intersection between commerce and Visual arts, and you have a、um, a thing to solve or a goal、um, when you're a designer. So that was really nice for me to be able to do that. A lot of my family background is、um, there's a lot of business people in my family, so it kind of made sense in、mm-hmm. in sort sort of that way.、Um, yeah, I I think. <laughs> <laughs> so you did a foundation year. You did all those things, and I'm like, ah, no, I like design more. Uh, what happens from there? So is it like one or two years of just design?、Um, in foundation year, that's first year, and then second, third, and fourth year, you kind of、um, develop or like explore whichever、uh, department you want to pursue.、Uh, I did I did design and fashion at the same time because I wanted to work on something very tactile, where design is also a lot of computer work.、Mm. Um, Yeah, as you can tell, I kind of like to dabble on many things. So, like, have you done fashion at all? After university,、um, not as much because there's not a lot in Halifax. I did work with one of my classmates, Maggie Jane,、um, as her studio assistant for one of the summers, but I haven't really pursued it as much as graphic design work. I think I knew graduating that maybe that would be more of my realm. In some capacity, like in the future, I would love to be able to do design work for fashion companies, or sort of tie that somewhere along the way. Whether it's through art directing photo shoots, or maybe I don't know, like making a small line myself. Who knows? I have、mm. no idea. Or editorial work. Oh, so like if you were supposed, if what would your process be if you're gonna be an art director on a project, say fashion shoot or a film? Um, I like to collaborate with different people,、mm. different creative people, and I guess mood boarding, figuring out the vision, having like finding the right people to shoot the things.、Um, yeah, I I don't know exactly yet. <laughs> I'll figure it out once I get there. <laughs> okay, so you finished NASCAD.、Uh-huh. Um, do you like start working right away? Yeah, I started working. I think a a month or like a few. Weeks after graduating,、um, I started working for a small design firm in Halifax. It was just starting, and I was the only designer there because it was a small startup.、Um, but it was a really good introduction into the work because you had to learn how to do everything because it was such a small team. I was there for almost two years,、oh, and、wow. then I figured maybe I'll try doing like I I had thought about leaving Halifax and moving somewhere else. And when I was where did up, you have in mind? Um, either like Vancouver, Toronto, or Montreal,、mm. and then when I was applying to different places, in the meantime, I was starting to do freelance work, and then once like things started picking up, and then I thought, wait, can I <laughs> can I do this? Can I keep freelancing? And then I, I oh I don't know if it's like three and a half years later, I'm still freelancing. <laughs> so a lot of my life, I guess I've. Fallen into, but in in a good way. Like I've kept working on my freelance work, and it's been really nice to sort of 
sort of like developed things, and、mm. now things are word of mouth, which is really really nice about Halifax. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um. So like. I guess. What are some of the projects you've worked on, other than the coffee shop, that you know you're proud of? Um. What am I?、Uh, do you know the women in film and te- television, WIF Dad? So they had just celebrated their tenth year anniversary. Oh. Yeah, and then they wanted to refresh their brand, so they had asked me to do that. So it how did that like, come about? How did that even come? I. I don't remember. I think it might have been like someone had recommended me for the project,、okay. and so and so. So they were really great to work with.、Mm. Um, I love working with companies and organizations that you know do good work for the community.、Mm-hmm. So that is one.、Um, have you heard of Life Schoolhouse? That's another、I've、one. I've heard of it in in Dartmouth. Yeah.、Um, they do. They're sort of like an. I don't know how to describe it. Like an alternative learning community,、um, a lot of it is barter based. They just want people to be able to learn skills without the kind of、um, boundaries of money. Money. So、mm-hmm. you you can trade your skills、um, for another skill, and they. So I did some branding work for them too. So、mm. that was good. <laughs> yeah.、Um, so do you ever design stuff for yourself? Oh yes, actually, yeah. I'm trying to think. I um I had worked with my cousin who has um a company making enamel pins. Oh yeah, yeah, the little enamel pins. So she and I had collaborated on a small series of little pins, and they're all just like little feel good pins. Yeah, how do you decide what to put on a pin? Um, I guess we both just looked at our styles and saw like what do we like to do. What is the sort of vibe that we like, and then figure that out. We did some sketches. I think initially we just thought maybe like mantras or feel good statements. So、mm-hmm. like、um, we came up with four. Some of them are little ones that say like、um, dream big, start small, or like good things are happening or good things are to come. So yeah, little reminders like that. And like when it comes to choosing colors, how was that process for you? Uh, how did we even choose colors? I'm not sure how we did that. I think we just kind of went back and forth with I like these colors, these colors, and then we choose which ones overlap. And I I think a lot of the times that's how I collaborate. You know, we just kind of put our own thing and then see where things overlap, and then.、Mm-hmm. Respect one another's opinions, which is <laughs> so nice. So she's in the city here. She's in the Philippines, actually. Oh, so it was all online. It was all online. The magic of the internet, <laughs> right? So、um, you were kind of like prepped to walk for how we are walking now. Yes, actually, I'm really yeah. I feel really like this has kind of been good in a way for me to not feel like it was such a big leap,、mm. um, because I'm so used to working from home and freelancing and. Working online, even so, it was it's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's talk about that. So, I don't know. Was it March or something? It just yeah. oh yeah. COVID. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> What was that for you? Like hearing that first announcement that we had to, you know, pretty much lock everything down. Yeah, it was yeah. scary. It was scary because a lot of work that I thought I had lined up had also, of course, everything stopped. So.、Mm-hmm. I was thinking, what do I do? Would people even hire me? Who, you know, like what's gonna go and how long is this gonna last for? If anything, I think it was more personal or like mental that it was really challenging.、Mm. Eventually, like work sort of picked up again,、um, 
And that's the thing with freelance work too. You have to be used to the feast or famine. You know what? Someone mentioned that thing to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, I get it. Because then sometimes you just get like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, nothing is happening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like last year, I think it was um, October, November. It was dead for me. And it was so nerve wracking. And then it gets super busy again, like December, January, February. And barely sleep and all that stuff so you kind of you have to know how to ride the tides right and <laughs> and be calm of mind and what's the process to that oh i don't know yoga <laughs> yoga talking with friends crying <laughs> like there's a lot of that <laughs> i have to regulate my emotions quite often so yeah talking about yoga um one of the things you put up on your instagram is like the My chalkboards? Yeah. 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 I love doing those. So um, I also do some chalkboards around the city. And I think Modo Yoga, where I where I practice, is one of the places that I really started. Um, I had gone on a yoga retreat with some of the people there and had mentioned to the owner, like, if you ever want some artwork there. Um, so it's been it's been really nice because it's been a way for me to develop my lettering and illustration work. Mm. almost monthly um and then i do it as a trade and it to come up with a new design every month too is a good challenge that was gonna be my question what was the process for that one um like do you have a list of words and then or not even sometimes it's just like what do i feel like at this time or like something relevant to the world right Mm. now right um like the board right now says home is not a place it is people Mm. so where we're all kind of trapped at home and stuff like that and the importance of a yoga community is such a big thing right now and Mm. yeah so so I try to do something that's relevant and then also what am I inspired with lately in terms of do I want to try this style of lettering or this style of illustration and they're really wonderful about you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and that's so, the other thing. So we we that's our freedom. How do you narrow it down to what you end up putting on the wall? Oh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of a lot of good design happens in the editing process too, right? So sometimes I just start with a really broad idea, do a bunch of sketches, and then I I think a lot of it is instinctual. Like, Mm. does this feel finished? Does this feel like it's too much? What do I take out? So I don't know how to answer that specifically. So what is, how how do you do it exactly? Because someone, and this might be just graffiti or whatever, like they kind of project the thing on the wall and Uh then paint it or spray it or whatever. Is that how you do it? No. You literally just do it. I just do it. Do you like draw, what do you do? So <laughs> so that's a wall. Yeah. And then you get your chalks and then what? Um so I I usually start from a sketch from paper mm. and then I know the general shape or dimensions of it and then I just start The dimensions there. of the wall and the letters and Uh yeah, yeah, like I would know is it more vertical, is it more horizontal mm-hmm. in the ratio of it. So I would draw it on paper and then when I transfer it to chalk, I would mo- mostly start with like probably a central line vertical and horizontal and then go from there do you use like a ruler or what not really <laughs> I, I just most you, of life i bend? wing <laughs> like, i just wing most of life i don't know um i tried the projector ver- like method before but i found it really um tight and limiting i i found it a little frustrating because mm. it's so i don't know linear whereas a lot of my illustration work and lettering are you left-handed 
Yes. Oh, oh that's okay. yeah. That's why I keep doing this. Um, yeah. So I kind of sometimes I start from a scratch and it's really loose, but once I get to the board, I add more detail and it's everything is instinctual. I don't know exactly how it's gonna turn out until I'm there. And then does it feel like it needs blue? Does it feel like it needs more stems in this flower or something? So mm. I start with a loose idea and then transfer. It's a lot of trust <laughs> at the moment of like. Will I know what to do? <laughs> but you've done like every month now for how long? Uh, hmm? Probably three years. Yep. That's like over 30, I guess. Something yeah, like yeah, this. yeah. And I'm really thankful for the opportunity because I feel over the years, I've gotten more comfortable with it too. And more like my ideas are flowing a lot better and mm -hmm. I get more confident in my skills. And it is because they've allowed me to have this space to practice and mm -hmm. space to try different things. How long does it take to do it? Oh... Probably around four to five hours. Do you go straight or? Yeah, often. I try to. Um, but sometimes if I can't, I would maybe do the basic outline and then go back the next day if it's too late or something. I've like never that. been to this place. Is it like right once you get in and it's right there? Yeah, or? it's right there. In the so entrance. what happens if you don't finish? Like when you just do the outline and stuff, like do you? Do you I just leave. No, I try to. I try. If I do that, it's because it's probably really late in the evening, and oh, then I'm okay. back the next morning, so I don't leave it hanging for too long. But okay. the yoga community is super nice, so they're not really like judgmental. I'm like, who is this chick that just left this half done? Okay. Um, so um, you know, you do the design thing, and do you do any other things? Um, like in terms of creative stuff, or no, just in general. Uh, I guess yoga. I I like to go on hikes. I see my friends. I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> normal. <laughs> oh wait, I know what. Um, so you also take photos of you like in planes and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. So I like. Oh, I oh, are you asking my other career? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm a flight attendant in the winters. Um, I work for an airline that flies seasonally. Mm. So. Yeah, that's so funny that I didn't even think of it. I didn't know what that question meant. <laughs> yes, I'm a flight attendant. And yeah. as a kid, actually, I really wanted to be a flight attendant Why? before I knew anything about design. I don't know. I'm just fascinated by travel and planes. The aviation industry is so fascinating. Like, if you More think way. about all the things that have to align and come together, all the systems for a plane to even get off the ground it's incredible mm. like the maintenance the catering the logistics all the booking people it's just i think that's the very like logical side of my mind that's super fascinated about it mm. um and so being able to pursue that career as well in the winters has been really nice also as a freelancer i work by myself a lot so flying in the winters has been nice because it's a very social job Try, like, mm. greeting people, like, 189 people over and over and over again. <laughs> but it's good. I really like How it. How did that come about? Um, a friend of mine from art school started working for the same company, and we were talking one time. Oh, sorry. And I said, oh, you know, like, that was my childhood dream to be a flight attendant. Mm. And then she said, why don't you apply? It, it makes sense because, like, the winters can be kind of slow for design work, too. Mm -hmm. So it worked out i did um an interview a bunch of interviews and then when we got accepted um did some training and then started flying in january last year 2019 mm. yeah and um, what does the training involve oh training involves mostly like probably four-fifths of it is all safety training 
the last week is service training. So it was a lot more intense than I ever could have imagined. You also jump out of the thing and you jump off the slide and all that stuff. You do fire drills. You do swim training. Um, basically, you talk about like every possible scenario that could go wrong, all the protocols. Do they like fires and sh- and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's high adrenaline, but it's really good. And you have to learn to work as a system and really trust your fellow. Do they crew ever members. train you to deal with rude puppy passengers? Mm, not really. I guess that's more of your own discretion. But I think when they choose people to you know to hire they would also gauge your personality and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i think one of the things that i remembered from that interview was like they were saying what are your personality traits that you think would be good for being a flight attendant mm-hmm. and i had answered i think being observant and empathy or and being a good listener which those two things are i think strong um personality traits for designers as well mm-hmm. and that's where it overlaps really nicely, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I guess I'm asking because, like, you know, with the masks thing, for instance, mm-hmm. now, now people are starting to fly again. I won't do that. Really? No, I'm not going to fucking fly <laughs> for a very long time. I'm sorry. Like, That's okay. <laughs> That's all good. I understand. No, it's just, it's just, like, I guess with what I do, most of my flight is just to the U.S. Right. And oh, like, yeah. U.S. Maybe. is a mess right now. I understand. So, like, what up? No, like, like. Yeah. Anyway, Don't so it's it. just a um, on the internet. Almost every day you get like a video of someone's. Like, I'm not gonna wear a mask and stuff, uh-huh. and like it's policy now, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, like, what would I do in that mm. case? I don't think you could even get on a plane if you don't like if you don't wear a mask. Oh, you know, okay. sometimes rules are rules. You can't really bend it. Like probably if you're on land and you don't wear a mask, okay, like mm. you can get away with it. But on a plane, there's very specific rules. So. Mm. Yeah. And um, so what are some of the things you love about that job? Um, I like that it's very social. I like the idea of, you know, a lot of the times you don't meet your crew members till the day of. So there's a lot of people come from everywhere. Like a lot of your crew could be from a different base or sometimes there's just so much different like scheduling and logistics. So what? What? So it's mostly like to South America. What? What yeah. countries do you fly to? We fly mostly to South America, the Caribbean. Or no, yeah, yeah, and Central America. Mm. Um, where else do we fly? Yeah, Bahamas stuff like that. It's mm. it's good. It's nice. And what's the process? So you fly? Do you like fly there and I fly fly right back, or do you get to spend time there? It depends. Most a lot of the flying is just a turn. So you go there and then you bring people back the same day. So it's a very long day, probably twelve day or twelve hours. Um, sometimes it's fourteen if it's a pretty long one. Um, mm. but I kind of like that. Like it's a weird adrenaline like high thing, especially in the winters. It makes the days go by pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But there's also days where you get to have layovers, which if you're really lucky, you get good ones, and you you get to have a beach day in the middle of the winter. So, so what would be like a good layover? A good layover? I don't know. Maybe staying like uh, the one I had in. January was in Costa Rica mm. and yeah it was great so you work that morning you fly people down you get to stay all afternoon evening and then the next day in the morning and then I think you fly out the, that evening so you get almost 24 hours um, 
It's good. It's a and nice they, little vacation. Yeah, exactly. They stick you in a hotel and stuff, and it's all paid for and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, mostly in like an all-inclusive, and yeah, you're you're all set. You're paid for and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's so <laughs> wonderful. Um, and th- so, like, how many months do you work for? Uh, in the Halifax base, like around five months. It's pretty oh. short. January till May. And then, yeah, it depends. If it's a different base, some bases are year-round. Some bases are only, like, six months, seven... Yeah, it depends. So, do you just tell people, I'm not going to do your stuff till May, or... Oh, no, I still work. <laughs> I... Okay, this is another thing I realized in COVID times. I'm a bit of a workaholic, and I need to fix that a little. Like, that's why I was so crazy busy January, February... March because I was doing I was flying and then anytime I was on land I was going on meetings and then I was working in the evenings or sometimes I'd bring my laptop when I'm flying I have a layover and I'm working on design work from the hotel so I need to I need to quit that a bit or I need to balance it a bit more why do you think you do that I'm not sure <laughs> that, that, I I don't know I I just to be honest, I feel really lucky that I've found two careers that I really love. Mm. And I don't know, a lot of people don't even get one career that they like. So for <laughs> me to have two things and I get excited by both things, mm. why not? Right? So your siblings are in, Philipp- in the Philippines? No. Or? Um, so I have four siblings. We are everywhere. I have a brother in Winnipeg. A brother and a sister in Toronto and another sister in New York. So oh. we are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Toronto and New York, uh, I don't know. I mean, I could like see myself going there for work, but mm. I don't see myself living, living there. Living there? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty Especially intense. New York. Like, I remember <laughs> going there and thinking, I, like, if... I, I think I, I adapt, so if I had to, I will, but yeah. I wish I, you know... You wouldn't choose it for yourself. Yeah. I think that New York is very beautiful to visit personally. Um, And I think for a lot of creatives, you know, people always say, oh, go to New York. That's how you get, you know, Mm. really pushed. But it also depends on your personality. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I'm too laid back for that, man. (laughs) I remember staying at uh, Times Square. Okay, yeah crazy it's intense yeah yeah no 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 anyway um so so you do the design thing you do the flying thing what what i i have a feeling i know the answer to this question but like what are the other than yoga what are the things you do for yourself when you want to just relax uh just go see friends i think or Mm. go to the beach like i've been trying to really go to the beach as much as i can this summer we're so lucky being here in nova scotia to to have quick access or go for a hike just be in nature it makes such a big difference to Mm. be able to just turn your brain off a little bit yeah but like how good are you at turning your brain off thing while you're doing all those things not great. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm not great. My brain is always working constantly. Um, um, are you currently working on any design work now? Um, yes, I'm doing some branding work for a, like, I don't know how to describe. It's a it's a yoga business. Um, for it's like trauma informed, um, yoga practice. Oh, um, yeah, oh. yeah. It's really interesting. Uh, the guy that is starting it um, had served in Afghanistan, and he came back with some trauma and stuff like that. And yoga has really helped him sort of reassimilate into the the community and heal those traumas. And 
Um, I think it's really wonderful that he's now starting something that would help fellow first responders and veterans. So I'm doing some branding work for him. Mm. Still really new and, you know, we're figuring out. I hope I do it justice. How long um, is it going to take to finish? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm presenting like the first round of ideas to him this week. So we'll see. Wait, so so I come to you, I say, I'm, I'm I want to rebrand Blackout Podcast. What uh-huh. happens? Um, we would have a meeting. We'd talk about what is your vision? Why do you want to rebrand? What do you feel like is the direction you want to move it towards? What is wrong with it? What is What do you want it to be? Mm-hmm. To, um, and then I guess I would do some brainstorming, some sketching. Also thinking about like, are there certain styles that you like or are drawn to versus ones that you don't and why? Mm. Um, it's kind of like an interview in many ways. Like I try to figure out what your reasoning is for things. Mm-hmm. Um, then I go back, do some ideation, drawing, research, maybe mood boards. And then I come back to you, present some of those and we see like our, our directions aligned. And then I do some maybe like I often do three versions of a logo or uh, different ideas and then have the client pick which ones they like best. Maybe we combine certain things or and then we think about color schemes, typography. Um, yeah. How to best present your new brand in a way that you want it to like the direction that you want it to. So how would you define a brand? Oh, man, that's a big question. <laughs> I don't know. Um A brand, I guess, is how you want to show or communicate yourself to the world as to what your service is or what you're providing, what you're saying to the world, whether you're a product, a service, or whatever it may be. Um, Mm. Your brand is made of different things. It could be your logo, your tone of voice, your colors, your commercials, your packaging. It's It's basically everything. You, you as a package. What do you? What are you trying to say to the world? Mm. Is how I would say. Cool. I would describe that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna end with a really easy one. Okay. Cool. I mean, you are lucky, like you say, to be doing the things you love, right? Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> what advice would you have to someone that's doing the opposite for whatever reason? So then a job they don't like, uh-huh. and then they want to pursue something they like. What advice would you have for that person? trust yourself and take the leap life is short man like like, um yeah life is too short to be doing something you don't want to be doing and Mm. you know there's always risk in everything there's also risk in staying the same staying the same as like what your life is exactly now knowing that you could be doing something else that you would love more right Mm. isn't that also a risk staying small so i don't know um i guess that would be yeah, trust yourself and do what you got to do. Jump! <laughs> yeah, take the leap. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank Lizanne. you so much for having me. This is wonderful. Thanks for listening. 